Welcome to This Was a Mistake. I'm Shelby. I'm Martha Ellen. I'm Josh. And, and today we are joined by... This is a mistake. Today we're joined Leah Thornton. <laughs> hey, Leah. Hi. Hey, Leah. Hi. <laughs> Hey, Leah. <laughs> Hi. Cool. We're really glad you're here. Me too. I especially am. I'm excited to have you on our show today. Thank you. Um, Leah, tell us a little bit about what you do. Who are you? Oh, my goodness. That's a Who big, broad Leah? question. You can start with, like, maybe where you're from. I'm from Birmingham. Okay. Uh, born and raised? Born and raised. I went to... Briarwood Christian High School. No way. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Briarwood Christian Two Church. Two of my siblings go there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, one graduated. One still goes there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I forget that it's still around. It is still there. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, I went to Auburn. Okay. Well, where are you? So did where I. Did I. Yeah. Um, Citrend. Yeah. Oh, everyone? Not me. Not oh, not yeah. you. But a but, lot of people we've interviewed, actually, most yeah. of them have also yeah. gone to Auburn. I feel like that's how we well. know a lot of people. <laughs> that's how I know a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of cool people went to Auburn. So. True. Yeah. Um, I kind of floundered around for a while, studied a lot of different things, eventually Same. landed on art and fell in love. And then I moved back to Birmingham and I've been here for, oh my goodness. 10 years, 12 years, oh, wow. Wow. many years yeah. <laughs> since. Yeah. Many, many years. This is ungentlemanly of me. Uh, yeah. How old am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 33. I just turned 33. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. When is I mean, your birthday? Like, uh, in June. Oh, so me not too. Just. Oh, cool. Yeah. What when? Day? June. Oh, <laughs> June 8th of four. No way. Yes. That's so cool. So you went to Auburn, studied art mm-hmm. back here. Yep. You do art here. I do. What kind of art? Uh, you know, I guess it depends on the day and how I'm feeling. Sure. Uh, it's easy to say I paint, I guess, and I draw. Um, I like to take pictures. So I guess I would say. Primarily, as of late, I've been doing a lot of painting. How would you describe your, like, painting style? Like, if you could sum it up, like, what would you call it? Ooh. That's a, you know, like, language is not my, like, strong suit, you know? (laughs) But I appreciate, really, I appreciate language, you know, and words. I do too, but And I always feel like when I try to label or describe my work, that in some way it doesn't feel right. Sure. You know? Yeah. So I don't know what I would say. I recently had a show at Trim Tab. Yeah, it was good. And it was a lot of kind of geometric stuff and patterns and colors. Uh, so more abstract. Yes. Yeah. But like it's abstract, but not too like, it's not s- so abstract that you can't wrap your mind around it. I feel like sometimes people are like, this is going to be abstract and you have to like, you know, like, yeah, there's still feeling and emotion in it, but it's not this crazy off the wall. Like I can appreciate it cause it's there and it's in front of you. Yeah. Like it's not too, it feels a little more structured and maybe that yeah, is because of the, the shapes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think one thing really that for me it. that really stands out about your work is your color palettes. Mm. Like yes. they're all similar through all of your work. Um, but that's all I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like that color palette oh, a thank lot. You. Yeah. I really like color. Yeah. Um, and I think I've been really inspired by graphic design. So maybe mm, that's that. a lot of the, uh, kind of, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So you've been in Birmingham for 12 years, 10 to 12, 10 to 12. What? It's 2018. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, so nine years. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what have you done for those nine years? Well, my gosh, what haven't I done? <laughs> cool. I, uh, right out of college, uh, I became a butcher. That's oh. Awesome. Uh, it that's sounds amazing. cooler than it actually was. No, yeah. I was about to say that's like... It was awful. I could like pride myself on how quickly I could cut a chicken body into eight pieces. Oh my gosh, wow. you did that. Mm-hmm. Like for an hour straight. How did straight, you get into this? Just, <laughs> uh, I graduated in 09 in the middle of the recession. And oh. so I was desperate for a job. Mm, sure. And that was the first thing that popped up. And so I said, where was sure. it? It was at Whole Foods. Nice. So that's like a little bit more glamorous. Yeah. I mean, but you're still in the picture department. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was covered in blood every day. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> what a life. Uh-huh. <laughs> How long were you a butcher? I stayed there for three years. Wow. Longer than I think I should have. Yeah. Um, I worked at Primavera for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that was before, like pre-Octane. Yeah. And, uh, I loved Primavera. Yeah, it was a really great space. It was. It was like something I remember when it came to Birmingham. I was like, "Wow, Birmingham like needs something like this." Yeah, and it got me really excited for like the direction Birmingham was headed in. So in my mind, that just kind of sticks. Like Primavera and Urban Standard. I'm like, these are like the cutting edge. Now, now there's, there's like so much stuff, which is great. But I miss the good old days. The OGs. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was there for like six months, not long. Yeah. Uh, then I taught art for a while. Cool. Um, and I enjoyed that. Uh, I taught yoga for a while. Cool. Yeah. Um, what else have I done? I work at a bakery currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm leaving in two weeks to learn how to cut hair. Yeah, oh, she's nice. coming to the wheelhouse team. Nice. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Most yes. excited. <laughs> Very exciting. It seems like that's where everybody cool is going. That's why I went. Like, <laughs> I don't know, know anything about hair, yeah. but everyone cool is at wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like such an appealing place to work. It seems like so family oriented and like yeah. like really encouraging for all types of art. I mean, especially here, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah. it just seems like such a good encouraging environment, which I think is rare. I think that was place. like the biggest draw. It was like, Oh, the people that own this place seem to really care about their employees and the employees really seem to care about one another and their clients. Yeah. And 100%. I think that's really rare. I want to hear more about kind of what got you into the realm of art you're mm-hmm. in, like the shapes and the colors, uh, what inspires you? Like, okay. What goes through your head? What inspires me? Um, I think I'm really inspired like, uh, by photographers and photography of, um, kind of mundane spaces sure. that are kind of overlooked, but actually have really beautiful, uh, patterns and maybe, uh, light shining in a certain way. And, 
I don't know. I think I'm very inspired by photography. Um, and also, like I said, graphic design. Oh, yeah. I think I've been really interested in yeah. lately. I can um, see that so in that's your work. Yeah. something that I look at a lot. It's kind of like a uh like a, a chess game or something. I don't know. Um there's never any kind of like pre-thought out sure. design or idea. It's like I'll go into it with oh, I really want to paint a blue uh um like gradient. Mm-hmm. and I'll do that and then I'll look at it for a while and say oh maybe I'll like paint a reverse gradient I had one that, the gradient that sat on my wall for a year oh wow and I just stared at it and it took me literally a year to finish it Whoa. and every day sometimes I would put like one stroke and I would think okay that's enough for today and then like, <laughs> maybe the that. next week it was like okay I have this big idea so I'm going to try and do this big pattern on the side so it's not a very rushed process it's uh very patient with it I guess that's really cool I feel like that's refreshing to hear as well because I feel like a lot of times especially if you're like I don't know I've when it becomes more than just a hobby Mm -hmm. and it's like borderline of like I would love for this art to support me financially in some way or like what's the line it sometimes there's this pressure to rush things and to rush that process. And it's for me, like when I do my stuff, it's so slow and tedious and like takes a lot of time and effort. And I'm like, why can't I just pump things out? Why can't I just like do stuff and like get it done? But it's so refreshing when people are like, no, like not everything needs to be rushed and it, Mm. the outcome of it's going to be far greater and more impactful if, you kind of mull over it and you like take your time and you like, I don't know. I just like that. You're like, I'm going to do this stroke and that's all that needs to be done for this day. Yeah, That's cool. My roommate, uh, when I was doing that particular painting, I literally would put one stroke of blue, like one blue stripe per day for like, I don't know how many months. And she would be like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) hurry up. (laughs) You're driving me crazy. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. But in the end, you're you're you feel fulfilled by the complete project. Like right. that's I think that that's what's going to be more important instead of like rushing it, being like it needs to be done. You're not going to feel as satisfied when right. it's completed. It kind of becomes a lot more about the actual process mm-hmm. and kind of falling mm-hmm. in love with the process, yeah, and not worrying about the yeah, end product. Yeah, and I feel like it also is a representation of maybe like a reflection of your life at that Mm. point or something where it's like you're processing a lot of things. I mean, at least if I were in your position, this is what I would be thinking is like, I'm processing through a lot of things in my life. And so at this moment, like this is, I'm taking it one step at a time, one bite at a time. And it's like, this is all that needs to be done for the day. And you feel complete and you feel successful in that one stroke. Mm. And then the next day, take it a step at a time yeah so I think that's really really beautiful that it took you a year and that this thing kind of grew with you yeah which is neat I think uh when you were saying that I was thinking I wish I like lived my life in that similar style yeah. of, like yeah. just taking it one day at a time and not having to like I don't know worry about the next steps yeah but it, it's a lot harder to do that it is. It really is. Yeah. I've had to learn to let go of things mm-hmm. and that's been kind of a hard process, but yeah, it gets easier, I guess. Yeah. Control. Control. Everybody likes it. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Ain't that the truth. 
Yeah. I struggle with Well, that. what I was going to ask is how do you find time? We were kind of talking about this before we started recording. How do you find time in your day? <laughs> um, for art, like you were a butcher, you taught yoga, you, you know, like you have a full-time job. When do you create? Like, I know one of them, you just drew a line every day, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it took like a full day of sitting and staring before I put the one line down. Oh, wow. yeah. cool. uh, it's always been really important to me in all of my work to like be able to have full days off in the middle sure. of the week. Or when I was teaching, I would teach from like uh, two to five. So we'd have mornings free. So mm. oh, it's sure. like always time is like very important. Um, and so when that's something that I don't have, I get, I don't know. Sure. You, I don't create. You know, it is hard if you're working five days a week to come home when you're exhausted and to yeah. just try to like blah, put something yeah, down. Pour into something right. You don't right. have any time or energy to... I don't know. So just having good boundaries with yeah. your work schedules, that's yeah. good. Was there a moment like in either your art career, like kind of like heading in that direction or even in your non-art career where you're like asking yourself, like, was this mistake? Like, did I make the right mm-hmm. choice? Was it kind of like, oh, I don't know. I feel like, sure. I feel like that's <laughs> yeah. definitely, I feel like everyone kind of sure. has that moment, but how did that, like when you asked yourself that, what happened? What was the outcome of it? Did it like, stunt you did it push you forward did like uh I think I've always known I mean it's frustrating because it is hard to spend so much time and energy working maybe for someone else's dream or doing a Mm. a kind of a menial job and tasks that you don't enjoy to make enough money to like pay your rent yeah and then you're stuck in this cycle and it's like oh my gosh why didn't I maybe like consider studying something else so that I wouldn't have to like go through this grueling thing every day. Um, But at the end of the day, finding art and like art school and changed me completely. And Mm. I think helped me to figure out more and more of who I was and who I am. Mm. And so I wouldn't trade that for anything. Yeah. Um, That's good. And I guess I've just accepted that as just, I don't know, part of the journey trying to figure out how to stay alive, I guess. Yeah. 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 Life is a process. And it's never too late to learn something new. Exactly. I'm having to remind myself. Yes. Like in my 30s, I think, oh my gosh, I've got like 10 years to do whatever it is that I want to (laughs) do. And it's like, oh no, I actually know some really amazing six-year-olds that are like learning new things and accomplishing new things. I love that outlook. You're so right. There's this little old man who walks by the salon every week and he goes upstairs because there's a dance studio above us and he takes ballroom dance classes Aww. and he is old wow. adorable. and he walks by with his little shoes in his hand. Aww. It's so cute. <laughs> and he, I think he's, it's like a private lesson. It's just him and that's really sweet wow. and is. inspiring. Yes. And I've never thought, I've always just been like, well, that's cute. But I'm like, no, wait. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm 31. I'm like, I don't know how to ballroom dance. I'll, I'll never know how. <laughs> My dancing days are over. Day. <laughs> you get 10 good years left. And yeah. Then you can't dance after that. Done. Then the legs just fall off. <laughs> mm, life is over time. at that point. True. 41. Done. Sorry <laughs> for any 41 year olds out there. 
<laughs> so this is just like a Ooh. question that I just had. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just call it that. Josh's question corner. Here we go. You're actually in the corner. I yes. am. Adult braces. Yeah. How'd you come up with that? What is it? Uh, adult that? braces was the name of my zine. <gasps> The oh. like quirky family zine. My yeah. mom had adult braces, so that's where it came gotcha. from. Gotcha. So nice. it's like, uh, it's not me making fun of my family. Yeah, they've all seen it. Yeah, it's uh, lovingly. It's done. lovingly. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, you guys are so weird, and I guess everyone's families are really weird. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to tell these stories, and adult braces is. It's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah. It's a great name. <laughs> I like it. Very original. It is. So what about um, a mistake you made that's maybe like funny or silly oh. or embarrassing you know i had a hard time when i first read your text about mm-hmm. uh mistake stories my first reaction was like i don't think i've made any mistakes and I, <laughs> that's <laughs> everyone's reactions because yeah. everyone is perfect <laughs> and i like said that to my friend and she was like oh you make more mistakes than anyone i've ever met in my life wow oh. <laughs> what a friend what a good friend <laughs> In a loving way. (laughs) So I had to like read the definition of mistake because I like mistake and accident and like uh, failure. They all kind of uh, get lumped into like the same category in my mind. Um, So I had a hard time coming up with a great story. But I thought of actually I thought of many, but. This one, I think, involves, like, a failure and an accident and a mistake. Um, wow. All in one. So I cover, yeah, I cover all of the bases. I was, I graduated from high school, and I was getting ready to start school at Auburn. Mm-hmm. And I was at my first college party. And my parents had said, like, if you screw up at all, you're going to have to move home and go to UAB. And to me, that was, like, oh, the geez. worst thing I could imagine. <laughs> yeah. And so... I get to my first college party and I think I took like four shots of Parrot Bay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what Parrot Bay is. Well, that was a mistake, clearly. Um, and then the campus police show up. Oh, no. And they walk in and they say, we're going to need to see some ID. If you're not 21, you're going to go to jail. And I was like, oh, crap. If I go to jail, I'm going to have to go to UAP. <laughs> Worse than jail. Right. <laughs> so I run to the bedroom and I look and I see some friends of mine in the forest. They've escaped. Yeah. In the forest? <laughs> I, in my head, that's just it a was... really funny picture. <laughs> They're all running away from the house. <laughs> Scattering. Uh, it was a, an apartment complex in the forest. It's cool. Auburn. And so, yeah, it's Auburn. <laughs> the plains. And so we're up on the second story and I look down and there's like some kind of a power box or something. Mm-hmm. And logically, you know, my friends had stepped onto the power box and climbed down but my mistake was I looked and I thought, okay, I have to jump out far enough oh, no. so, oh, that I, oh, no. so that I don't like <laughs> scrape my back or like hit my tailbone. Yeah. So I just leaped out the window, it landed like on my feet, building. hit my face on my knees. My oh. lip was busted. I had a whiplash. Oh. I the hobbled. fact that you landed on your feet though. Was- <laughs> <laughs> Hobbled. Hobbled. Uh, I hobbled and I hid. 
And then my friend's boyfriend, who weighs like, he was like 70 pounds, five feet, had to like try to carry me back to the apartment. Oh, gosh. Uh, and when we got back, the CPOs were laughing and they were like, we got you guys. Joke, oh, big joke. Oh, um, And I had broken my tibia. Oh, oh my gosh. You broke your I broke my tibia. tibia. So my first like six weeks at Auburn, I was wearing a big pink cast. Dang. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang. What a jerk move by those I know. guys. Yeah. Totally. That's like a really big jerk move. Yeah. <laughs> you broke your tibia. I broke my tibia. That's the bottom They part. did that to you. Yeah, it's a, the shin bone. Yeah. Yeah, they they <laughs> did that. They broke your tibia. <laughs> we will find justice. <laughs> It's a really good mistake. It is. Wow. Then I had to explain to my parents how I broke my tibia. Oh, how'd that go? I told them I was playing a game with my friends in the <laughs> afternoon where you like gradually jump down more stairs. You know the game? Yeah. <laughs> and I got up so high oh, that yeah. when I landed, I broke my tibia. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty not completely good false. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They were no. You're so true. They jumped on the power bars. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> so, did they know the truth? Uh, they kind of were like, okay, whatever. And then years later, I was like, you know, I jumped out of a window. I was drunk, and my mom was like, yeah, I knew something like that happened. That's so, so funny. Parents are smart. Well, you got to stay at Auburn. I got to stay at Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> for the story all six years. <laughs> You didn't go to jail or worse, UAB. That's right. <laughs> you dodged both. It's so funny when you're younger and it's like your, it's like your thoughts are skewed or something. You're like, it's going to be worse to have to move back home. And right. UAB. There's That's nothing definitely worse, worse than, than going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> not having it on your record. Right. Not like having to call your parents to tell them that you're in jail. Right. It's moving and home. So they're, they're pulling you out of school and you got to oh go to UAB. What brought you, what brought me back to Birmingham? Yeah. Uh, the recession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've been here for nine years. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You know, I, I feel like I hear often from people who are older than me, like the importance and the value of leaving Birmingham for a period of time yeah. and living in a different place mm-hmm. and how that can contribute to your growth. And when I hear that, I think, damn, I wish I had done that. Yeah. But also I'm like very sentimental and I still, I love big cities. So whenever I see like photos of someone in a big city or I hear stories about people in big cities, something in me is like, Oh my gosh, I've got to go like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I'm so sentimental Mm. and like my people are so important to me. Yeah. I've tried to leave. I applied to grad school and I got in and it broke my heart, so I stayed. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. really sweet. Where did you get in? Uh, a school in Tampa cool. and a school up in New Jersey. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Both those would have been drastically different. Very yeah. different, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I get what you're saying about Birmingham. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool place. But there's also nothing. It's always going to be here. So I know. An opportunity People say that, too. Arises. I'm like, when I envision myself as an older individual i imagine that i'm in a big city yeah but the thought of like what it would take to actually leave Mm -hmm. and like the people i would be leaving Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i just don't know if like 
if it's worth it. And I know there are great people in big cities as well. And I could have the same kind of relationships elsewhere, but like the people that I know here are really important. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to like, yeah, I don't know, devalue that in any way, I guess. Yeah. And rates are important. Yeah. Like rates are really important. Just like, like what we were talking about with that girl who's moving around to a different place every year. She's not going to have any roots anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's what makes Birmingham, Birmingham too, is the people that are here. Like there's a lot of stuff going on in Birmingham, but it's all because of the people that are here. Oh yeah. And I don't know the relationships that I've built here. Sure. You can find other friends and like meet cool people in other cities, but I don't know. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. It could be good. Yeah. It'll be the same. Right. Yeah. I like Birmingham. Too. I think so. I think I like it as well. Yeah. It is nice to have you in Birmingham, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slogan. Plugs. Plugs. Uh, my mom has an Instagram. Okay. And I'm not going to give you her name. <laughs> smart. That's uh, smart. So I have two Instagrams. One is adult underscore braces, and that's art stuff. And then the other is Layla Special. Okay. Yes. Cool. Your stuff is still up at Trim Tab? It's up at Trim Tab, I think until the end of September. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, I have a website, but I made it just for the show at Trim Tab. <laughs> so don't expect any changes ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just leahthornton.com. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. It was really good to have you on. Awesome. Really Thank you. It. it was nice being here. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. Well, all right. Bye. Bye. This is a mistake.